Patrick Laine continues his scoring streak. Boone Jenner continues to put the puck in the net. But the real story of last night's game was the unspoken heroes. Dean Kukan, Brennan Gorns, and of course J.F. Brugabay making his first NHL start since 2018. Those are all the things we're talking about today on Locked On Blue Jackets. Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster. Before you get started, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day. Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms, so whether you are a regular listener or a first-time listener, I appreciate you for stopping on by. Today, we are going to be talking about game last night because it was a whole lot of fun uh if a little stressful in the uh the lead up to it obviously there was some goalie controversy there was a little bit of, of uh worry about who was going to be playing who was going to be backing up what's happening to elvis so we're going to talk about that we're going to talk about the actual game which like i say was a lot of fun if a little unexpected and we're going to talk a little bit about Patrick Laine, because why not? So uh, let's let's start off with the, with the game recap, because the Blue Jackets scored seven goals again. Uh, this is, I believe, the first time in history that the Blue Jackets have scored seven goals in back-to-back games. Um, I think Jeff Svoboda, Jackets Insider, mentioned that it's the most that the Blue Jackets have ever scored in consecutive games, ever. Pretty, pretty neat. Uh, it was just just a whole bunch of goals coming from all all angles. Um, the the worry for me, well, I say the worry. It started for me when uh, Elvis left practice on Saturday early. Started to get a little worried, and then uh, they were like, "Well, Jeff Brube is starting tonight. No one knows who's backing up." Uh, I luckily have a source in the Columbus area who told me that Jack Reeves was on his way into town, uh, and indeed Jack Reeves has signed his ELC with the Blue Jackets. He backed up last night. Uh, Jack Reeves has kind of split time so far this season between uh, the Cleveland Monsters and the Kalamazoo Wings of the ECHL. Uh, he's been he's been pretty good, uh, especially behind a, a very poor Monsters squad. Uh, he's been very good in, in Kalamazoo, and uh, he... I thought he looked really good in Traverse City, which was where kind of I think most people got their first look at Jet Greaves in this organization. So super excited for him. Uh, the fact that he has been called up instead of uh, well, the fact that he's been called up inside instead of just calling Cam Johnson up, I think probably says something about how this organization views him as a uh, as a potential goalie prospect. Uh, he he was undrafted, I believe. Joined Blue Jackets training camp as a uh, a free agent invite, and then on the strength of his Travis City play and his preseason play, uh, he made his way all the way to an AHL ECHL contract, which is pretty pretty cool. Uh, so I was super excited to see him kind of get into the game. Or I know he didn't play, but getting to warm up with the guys, getting to sit on the bench, uh, it's going to be pretty cool. You know, he's only twenty years old uh, and. I'm not sure 
how the goaltending is going to shake out over the next kind of couple of days. We've got a tough stretch of games coming up for the Blue Jackets. Uh, they're playing Toronto tomorrow night and then a back-to-back of Carolina and Florida. So it's a, a tough one. And then I think we've got the Penguins at the end of the month because, sure, why not? The rules say that we have to. Um, so that's kind of a tough stretch of games with our starting goaltender. So to, to go into those games without him... Uh, it worries me a little bit. You know, Buffalo is one thing because Buffalo is bad, but I would rather have Elvis and or Corpusalo in the net and on the bench for all of those games, if possible, but at least three of them. Uh, I think Toronto is probably the least dangerous of the four teams, but who knows? We'll We'll see how... How things shake out, uh, we'll likely get an update on either Elvis or Corpusalo today or tomorrow, just before the Toronto game, but like I say, I think um, I think it's all going to be a bit up in the air for the next little while. Uh, I think Jeff Brube was was really good. It kind of it started off a little bit shaky. Um, he allowed a goal on his second shot, just a really weird, just a really weird bounce. I think it went off of Beiruth's skate and then directly to Mark Pissick, who was just kind of hanging out in front of the net, uh, just, like I say, the second shot that Brube faced uh, in the 15th minute of the game, I think the the shots were something like 15 or 16 to 1 in favour of the Blue Jackets at that point, so of course that was how, of course that was how the first goal was going to go in for Buffalo, uh, and then the sixth shot on goal also went in, I believe Tage Thompson, who has been red hot recently, scored his fourth of the weekend, Made it 2-1 to the Blue Jackets, I should mention. Uh, Dean Kukan scored his second of the season about five minutes in. Uh, so, great to see him get on the board. Not what I was expecting at all. Uh, Chinakov and Domi with the assists. Uh, that was, I believe, Max Domi's uh, 200th career assist, which is uh, neat and exciting for him. He's a goal. He's one goal away from his 100th career goal, which I think, if I can do math right, means that he is also one point away from his 300th NHL point, which is pretty neat. Um, but that was that was the first goal. Pizzik and Thompson scored to make it 2-1, and then who else? Boone Jenner scores to make it uh, 2-2, 10 seconds. I think it was actually 9 seconds after the Thompson goal. That, Like I say, his 21st of the season. He's continued to be on point, on pace for about 35 goals, just really, really rising to the the captaincy, I think. You know, leading on the ice and off the ice, just it's really, really great to see. Uh, Patrick Laine continues his point streak, and uh, Jake Voracek now has 32 assists, of which I believe 31 of them are primary, because why not? Like, it's just, it's a bonkers stat. Uh, just the opposite of the Cy Young, um, and that was the that was the first period, kind of a, a wild and exciting first period. I think the shots were something like nineteen to six in favor of the Blue Jackets. They were nineteen to eight in favor of the Blue Jackets, so a little bit lopsided. But I'm glad that they came out of it tied. I think you know, big big goal from Boone Jenner. Um, in a minute, we are gonna go over the second and third periods. Because we are nowhere near done yet. That's only four of the ten goals that were scored that night. So uh, that's coming up in just a minute on Lockdown Blue Jackets. But first, I've got to tell you about Built Bar. Because 
Built Bar is uh, delicious, nutritious, and uh, it's kind of at this time of year that I've pretty much given up on all my New Year's resolutions. But thanks to Built Bar, I have been able to stick to my resolution to eat right because they taste just like a candy bar. And so it feels like I'm doing something illegal and naughty, but actually I'm having a delicious treat that is good for you as well. I am a big fan of the Puffs especially, they are the first ever protein infused marshmallow, they are fluffy, they are delicious, they're covered in 100% chocolate, they come in a ton of great flavours like churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie, they're my favourite and I'm sure that they're going to be yours. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, Puffs and regular, they're low calorie, high protein, just go ahead and replace all of your candy bars with them, they are better. They are just, and I know, you know, everyone says this about every protein bar, but Built Bar really means it. Uh, like I say, high protein, low calorie, high fiber, low carb. They are great if you are on keto. They are great if you are uh, low carb. If you want to get a little bit more energy in your day, start your day with a Built Bar. They're great for breakfast. They're great for dinner if you're a disaster like me who forgets to cook sometimes. They are great before the gym, after the gym, or, you know, if the most exercise you get is running up and down the stairs trying to chase the dog that your dog's sitting. So Built Bar is great for every lifestyle, and here's the best bit. If you go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your order. Once again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Welcome back to Locked On Blue Jackets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Free and available on all podcast platforms, and I appreciate you for stopping on by. So the second period of the Sabres game starts basically the same as the first, which I think surprised Dean Kukan more than anyone. Frankly, uh, he scores his third of the season, second of the game, like three and a half minutes in. They retake that. They they retake that three to two lead, and uh, then not long after that, they make it four to two. Patrick Liner with just a beautiful toe drag off the post and in. Uh, unfortunately, it's offside because we can have nothing. That is, I believe, our seventh offside goal that has been called back this season uh, because there was that. There was five goals in like eight games in in December, I believe, that were called back because the linesmen hate us, personally. No, just like, bad luck. But it's been a while. Uh, I'd forgotten how much it sucked to have a goal called back, especially one like that. Um, it was, in fact, offside, but it still sucks. Luckily, Zakarensky knows how to stay onside. He scores to make it 4-2. to two. That's his eighth of the season uh, a fun little numbers stat that I saw on Twitter and can't remember who it was so apologies for that but Sakrensky who wears number eight scores his eighth of the season from Oliver Bjorkstrand who wears 28 and Boone Jenner who wears 38 and they were their 18th assists each so lots of uh, lots of crazy eights in that goal which you know I love a weird stat and that was a pretty, a pretty win, fun stat. So, Boone Jenner, Oliver Bjorks round assist on the goal. Two point night for Boone Jenner so far. Zakarensky makes it four to two, and then Brendan Gaunt makes it five to two, off a uh, great pass from Patrick Line. Springs Gaunt on the breakaway. He has no trouble putting that home. Makes it five to two. That's his second of the 
season. Uh, that's his second point of the game as well. Uh, he ends the game with three points, which his first career three-point game, you love to see it. Uh, he and D. Kukan both finished with three points, actually, which were not the players I was expecting to finish with uh, multi-point games, but depth, man. Maybe the Blue Jackets are a little bit, little bit deeper than people think. You know, caveat is against Buffalo, but once again, you love to see it. They don't ask how, they ask how many, and at this point, a win is a win, you know? Um, Kyle Oposo scores just at the end of the second period because, you know, as we've talked about a lot on this podcast, the Blue Jackets love to allow a goal in the final minute of a period. Uh, just a kind of a weird one. No one really knew that it went in because there was a scrum that happened, like, immediately after. There was no celebrating. I don't think any light or anything went on. Uh, they had to review it and see if the puck crossed the line before the whistle blew or just a whole bunch of of, of weirdness. Um, there was one very good bit where... I don't remember who it was. Somebody elbowed Vladislav Gavrikov in the face and he basically just grabbed them by the scruff of the neck like they were some kind of unruly puppy and pushed them down to the ice as if he was as if, you know, he was having none of this. He doesn't want to fight. He doesn't have time for this. He's a dad. He's tired. Uh, and I thought that was really, uh, really good and hilarious. So uh, good for him. Bad that Opozo makes it 5-3 to three on such a weird goal again so late in the period. They must be the team that has the most goals scored on them in the first and final minutes of a period. They have to be. Like, I need somebody to do a deep dive into that math because, oh boy, it's constant. We've got a little bit more game talk coming up in just a minute. But first, I want to tell you about Bet Online because football might be over for this season. Basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. And from all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all of your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to uh, Olympic coverage, which I believe is wrapping up today, and uh, information. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action because BetOnline is where the game starts. The third period is uh, weirdly, weirdly quiet, or you know, as quiet as a game like this gets. Uh, I am on the edge of my seat for most of it because the Blue Jackets love to make it difficult. Uh, they get outshot in this final period, eighteen to eight, despite uh, and th- they come out with a, a positive shot advantage in general, uh, thirty-nine to thirty-six. But that you know, when you're letting a team get half of their total shots in the third period alone, then maybe that's a sign that you need to stop sitting on a lead. Uh, luckily, Gus Nyquist loves to score empty net goals. Uh, he scores his 13th of the season, and uh, then, kind of to add insult to injury, and um, this was kind of, this was a goal that I saw coming. You know how sometimes you watch a, you watch a play unfold, and you're like, that's going to be dumb, but it is unfortunately going to be a goal, and that was Justin Danforth uh, with about six seconds left. Somehow takes the puck away from a saber, Addison is out of position, and he just, boop, boops it in the net, uh, that's Brendan Gordon's third point of the night, uh, the Blue Jackets have scored seven goals, and the Sabres are annoyed, I would be too, um, 
three stars of the game end up being Kukan, Gorns, and Brube. Uh, Brube, who you know started allow started by allowing two goals on six shots, ended with I think thirty three saves on the night. Which for a guy that hasn't played in the NHL since before COVID, not bad, not bad at all. His last game I think was twenty eighteen, so it's been it's been a while. Um, super happy for him. And uh, it looks like he's gonna be, he's gonna be playing for the foreseeable until you know one of Elvis or Corpsalo is healthy, which is maybe not great for them. But it was really good to see him get a goal. Uh, it was re- wow, really good to see him get a win. He did not score a goal. I would have been much more excited if he had scored a goal. Um, good to see three point nights from Kukan and Gaunt, who again, possibly the bottom of my list for players most likely to score three points in a game, uh, also really good to see Line A continue his hot streak, I'm still not convinced that this is a, um, that this is something that we should be paying him long term for, but he doesn't seem to be slowing down, and I think the real test is probably going to be the next four games, if he can produce like he's been doing for the past nine games against these four opponents, then you know, go for it. Maybe, maybe he's, he's legit. And I think I'm trying to temper my expectations because I feel like every time he gets on the ice, there's something fun is about to happen. And I'm trying not to get my hopes up about it, but I just would really love to see Line A take off and be a star. Like, you know, he showed the potential to be in his first couple of seasons. Um, He's up to, I think, 33 points on the season. He is second or third on the Blue Jackets in points. He's got 33 points on the season in, uh, like, 28 games. He's got 33 points in 30 games. You know, it's... He's coming up on 20 goals. Like, it's... Everything seems like it's coming together for him specifically, but also kind of for this team. They had a really rough January, and so far they are, I think, 5-1. and one in in the month of February so far like and again tough stretch coming up four games against Toronto Pittsburgh Florida and Carolina but it uh it's looking it's looking good the Blue Jackets typically don't have great Februarys I believe but um this one's this one's shaping up okay hopefully they could finish strong um but that's kind of all I've got for you today tomorrow uh we'll do a preview of the leafs who i don't know it i don't believe we've played them this season and if we have it was a while ago and i forgot because time is meaningless but we'll do a preview of the leafs for tomorrow's matchup hopefully we'll have some goalie updates for you all because i am a little worried that both of our goalies are injured again and as good as Barube was against Buffalo, I don't know that I want him in there against Toronto, but hopefully we'll have an update on at least one goalie by tomorrow's episode. And uh, I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find this podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets and wherever you get your podcasts. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. And until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.